Hey guys, uh, my name's Isaiah, but everyone calls me Iz. Um, I'm a member of TNA, and today I've got the pleasure of interviewing Gable from Ghana. We've we formulated some questions for him on what Pan-African means to him and in general. So yeah, I just hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, so Gabriel, I just wanted to know like kind of like your, you know, your background, like where you're coming from, so we can sort of, you know, get a bit of context first of all. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of context as well if you need some. So um I'm a uni student. Um I study politics at Coventry in the UK. Um yeah, so what about yourself? Okay. My name is Gabriel Agoko. Okay. From Volta Region from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I speak both aware English and three languages. Okay, cool. That's 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 interesting. That that sort of basically links into the first question because the first question is, um, what does Pan Africanism mean to you, and why do you feel that it's so important? If that's the uh, case. Okay. Thank you very much. I think uh, to me, Pan Africanism simply means the greatness of being African and to see the unity of all Africans. Mm-hmm. And both, not basically the ones in Africa, but wherever blacks have been found. So like any, everyone within the sort of diaspora? Yes, yes, diaspora, yes. So why do you why do you feel that's that's important? Uh, that is but important because we as African we have to be believe in ourselves. We have to live our life as African because mm-hmm. one God knows the reason why He created us here. So why should as we say let our people or our mind think like, I wish I am like others. I wish I like, I'm like this. But not being accepted, accepting yourself as African. To do all things possible to see your country or your people unite. And the, 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 the resources that we have to make good utilize of it. So I think before we can make this, it can just be done through Pan-Africanism. Okay, cool. So it's basically to you, like, um, yeah. all about, like, uh, uh, having our own autonomy and sort of independence. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Because, okay. because let, me, let me just come in some more. Sure. Because even as Africa, the, the, the mindset of Kwame Nkrumah was like to, to, to see Africa as one continent. Mm-hmm. Where, where I am coming from, we are closer to Togo. But when you are traveling from our place to Togo, they see you as, as you are entering a different country. Whilst the language they speak at Togo, we speak the same. And why mm-hmm. should it be so? Islam just moving from one, my house to the, 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 my neighbor's house. But my neighbor is seeing me like I'm a different person. Yeah. What? That, 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 <laughs> I say, 
it's a pity, but that's what we are now. Yeah, I think that's but also... Young... Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I think, I think it's also interesting because it's like, um, just speaking on what you said about Togo and Ghana and how you speak the same language, but there's there's that difference because it's because of the borders that, at the end of the day, that weren't even created yeah. by, by us. Do you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The borders, when you're crossing from my place to Togo, sometimes where, 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 where my hometown... We, we, we do catch up with their radio stations and mm. just a border, a border. But when you are crossing, they demand a lot of, a lot of uh, ID cards and ask a lot of questions. And if you couldn't meet their target, then that means you are not going to enter into Togo. Yeah, so it's basically about overcoming, overcoming those differences. Yeah. Yeah, no... I hear you, I hear you. Has your ideas of Pan-Africanism changed over time? Uh, I, I may say no and yes. Because when I say yes means, sometimes I think, even during, like, with my friends, I try to educate them about Pan-Africanism some condemn you, some, some say a lot of things that it, 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 it cannot work. You have, you have the resources, our leaders are so and that, so it cannot work. But with times, I think, I think it will get to where we want it to be. I think that sort of, there's, this, this question is basically a two-part question. I think that sort of ties into the second part of the question because... Um, Second part of the question is, what does Pan-Africanism look like to you in the future? And I think also I want to say, to see how your friends say, um, how they don't think uh, having been being truly Pan-African is feasible. Do you think that there's sort of a timeline as in the how we can get there? Like what that timeline looks like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Because as soon as you say, in Ghana now, in those days, when you couldn't, your, le your level of education couldn't reach the tertiary level, yeah. they see you in a community like you have no say. But as on my own analysis, I've seen that that thing is, is like a, a, a person who even completed SS is trying to do something. And they are trying to live their life like as African. When you come to Ghana now, a lot of those times we wear suits and we behave like white. But now, when you go on the, out to the street, you see people wearing our African wears, mm -hmm. the, 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 the hat, and we try to leave our hair and some kind of culture. To, so I think as time, as the future holds, we'll surely get it. We'll surely get it. So we're, essentially you're saying that we're basically making... Is it small improvements, would you say, or, or more impactful improvements as we, as we get, like, head to the future? I think more, more, more efforts have to be put in. More effort has to be, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely agree. I think that, um, obviously, you said that your friends are kind of hesitant or they're kind of maybe pessimistic about Pan-Africanism in the sense that, there's a, a lack of resources or maybe a lack of will from um, political leaders. But it's true. I feel like, yeah, but I feel like um, 
it's where the majority, as in the people without power, are the majority. Do you know what I mean? And it's up to us to apply the pressure on on those leaders because the resources are there. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And and one thing too is like you see, some people are kind of afraid of their leaders. Yeah. How to approach the kind of authority that they have? So who who am I to go and say that? even if you're not doing the thing right. So I think that kind of anxiety is within them. So for me not to be seen as the scapegoat, I just live my own simple life. I get my daily bread, feed my family. That's all. That's how the, 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 the youth are. Some of them are just living. They know the truth, but how to, how to put it, the effort that's their problem. And I feel like that's what the powers that be want people to do. They want they don't want us to be um active. Yes. They don't want us to be actually wanting to connect um the, the content. They want us to be divided and they want us just to carry on with our lives and carry on with the system that is right now. Yeah, that's that's all really interesting. Um third question is what impact does pan-Africanism have on your daily life? Basically, the way I work, I might mm-hmm. say I have, I, I, I always spend more time there. So me, I try to, every chance that I've, I've gotten, or every, any little chance that I've gotten, I try to talk about Africa. Mm-hmm. I try to bring their, their lifestyle I try to bring their mind back that no matter how, no matter how, we are Africans. And we have to see that kind of the freedom. So on my lifestyle, I try to wear my African wear always. Mm-hmm. Try to be proud that I'm African. Yes. And always try to 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 feel comfortable with my local dishes or food. So sometimes when we go out, people say, I'm too local. I'm too local. I say, yes, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, I love that, yeah. Yeah. Um, say I'm too... I, I wanted to ask, um, so in comparison to the, the people around you, would you say that you, you embrace... Um, the the African culture or the West or the West or the Ghanaian culture more than yeah. other people is usually you say you stand out. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 interesting. But obviously, I've never been to the continent, so I'm just asking. Yeah. Uh, any any other ways it impacts your life, or, or is that is that the entirety of it? Yeah, it 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 makes me always think about Africa, and 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 dream. Africa yeah. should be one of, let me say, best continent one day. So always my thoughts and my everything is about Africa. Sometimes when I see our leaders doing such a th- sort, sort, sort of things that are not favoring the Africans, that are not in connection to power the youth to make us to be proud of Africa, Sometimes I feel, I feel, I feel bad mm. because even Africa, as we say, we have we have, let me say, a fertile land. 
which our, our leaders can invest into good agriculture, planting of trees. But where I live, basically in Accra, I do a lot of surveying, even like four or five secondary schools that are closer to me, don't even do agri-science anymore. When you go, you just hear uh, general science, uh, 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 business, visual. You don't, you don't see them doing agricultural science anymore in those secondary schools. Yeah, it's just been, just been westernized in that sense. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. And it's very bad. And I, I suppose you use work to, to have those discussions. Work's like a another place where you can have those discussions with people and just... Yeah, so I try to, you see, in our country, the, 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 the political leaders used to have, let me say, a power. So I, we try to, the MP and the assemblymans at my area, I try to connect with them, get mm-hmm. their telephone number and their address to go closer to them to to just talk about them, about these things to them. So in case when they go further or when they go to the superior, they can also emphasize on these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just, just using the connections through work. Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. So how do you think that um, pan-Africanism links with other liberation movements? You know, you've got your anti-racism, climate, climate emergency, anti-capitalist, um, black feminism, internationalism. There's so many, you know. Good. Hmm. Is he pan-Africanist or pan-Africanism? Mm-hmm. See, l- l- let me put it in this way. Doesn't differentiate. I see my brother who is black, whether from other country as my brother, other from uh, uh, different gender as my brother. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Pan-African is, is, is a tool to unite, to, to brainwash or to, to, to chase away those kind of different mentality in which in some societies that they say women don't have a say. Yeah. We, some, some, some people do that. I travel to North. Sometimes when they, they, they are, they, like you are walking together with a lady, when the men are shaking hands, they don't shake hands with ladies. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think Pan-Africanism will be the instrument or will be the channel with which will carry on the educate, education more to let us see all, all of us as one people. Good. When we come to climate, now I work with uh, 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 one, I try to unite my people, some one and two people that we carry on some amount of activities. Sometimes you go to the villages and plant trees. Because those times when I was a child, my brothers, one of my senior brothers was attending HS, SHS that, those times. Every Friday, they came to the surrounding, the villages around the, the secondary school to plant trees. But now we don't see those things anymore. 
and deforestation is taking place because of our our way of surviving. Charcoal. Now, when you see a trailer loading a charcoal, it's a pity. But one or the other, that's the only way. People, somebody will tell you that without a charcoal, what do they want the people to use? But they are cutting down those trees and are not replacing them. Mm-hmm. That makes even those times when we get to certain months that we experience rainy season, when you get to a certain month, we experience a, a, a dry season. But now everything has changed automatically. Even during November, December, where we have to be in a, a dry season, it was still raining. Yeah. But I think, I think the, the, the Pan-Africanism will be the only way to, 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 to educate people on these things. That's what, that's what I have to say shortly. Yeah, I, I, I agree because like, um, like me, being, being, from, um, being born in, in Britain, I wouldn't be aware of the issues that, that um, affects the climate in, say, Ghana or, say, whatever, whatever country you want to pick um, in, in, in the continent. But having that like, pan-African ideology, having that sense of collectiveness means that our issues are collective. Do you know what I mean? So your problem is my problem. So that we all are informed on what's actually going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think you also, before you was talking about um, how, how pan-Africanism links to everyone in the diaspora. And obviously that's like, we're, we're everywhere in, in, in that sense. So it's very international. How would you say that um, your pan-African identity reflects itself in your art form or, or daily life? You kind of already had the daily life question. So if, if you, I don't know if you, if you write, if you create music, you draw, you dance, or, 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 or your work. We've, we've, already, we've already touched on that though. Yeah. That's what I say. It affects my life, especially daily on my dressing. Yeah. I dress and the kind of the, the music and I use my WhatsApp chat, my WhatsApp status as also one channel, which I, I always talk about Africa yeah. And music-wide, I try to educate people. People who are reggae, I think reggae music, reggae music is that one of our, how will I put it, our anthem that we have to send across because some, <laughs> some musics said it all about Africa. Yeah. So, so sometimes when I'm making the, let me say, arguments, trying to educate them, I'm bringing one of other culture, Bob Marley, music which talk about Africa and they see Africa as when they talk about heaven Africa is the heaven because we have everything here mm-hmm. uh-huh. so try, sometimes I try to educate them to listen to reggae music some have the perception that as you say reggae, reggae artists smoke marijuana so they are like this and but I try to try to educate them that just forget about the personality of the person but just listen to what the person is saying yeah. Sometimes I try to, to, to put those words on my WhatsApp status. And a lot of people view it. And some that have comments, they try to ask me questions. And some people always congratulate me that I'm trying to change their way of 
thinking. And they thought reggae music is like this. They don't know talk about Africa. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. I feel like music in general is just really good at like breaking down sort of barriers and stereotypes and yeah. it comes together because music often is like a celebration. Do you know yes. what I mean? And so we can use that celebration to celebrate Pan-Africanism. Do you know what I mean? And okay. I think I'm not directly from the continent, but I, I enjoy um, Afrobeats. I enjoy Afro swing. I enjoy lots of yeah. um, African music. And that's just a way for me to, to, to more immerse myself in the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, yeah. to avenue for that. So I think even, even clothes as well, like I was saying, um, I know my mum, she, um, she's not directly from the continent, obviously either, but... Um, she she dressed she the way the way she dresses and that shows that like, like she celebrates it so like yeah. I think art is really important it's a really important way of showing your beliefs just in general you know if like let's say I went on the tube and I was wearing something of African heritage and people would know you know that I'm very proud of it do you know what I mean yeah it's true, it's true. yeah oh this is a good one which pan Africanism has inspired you and why it could be a family member or a public figure or someone you know, or like someone historically, or if you have like all of the above, just give me all of it. Yeah, I might say the first person is my brother, Mr. Mauli Kofikulu. He come from Ghana, Ghana, and from the same hometown where I'm coming from. And he, but he live at uh, Europe. Uh, he used to we have a group that he support us. Always talk about we should stop the Mangamezi. We should go out at youth when we have the right. When our leaders borrowed money, we should able to even have the the right to ask them what they use the money for. And the way he lives his life inspired me a lot. That's that's where my eyes and my my mind started opening. Now, yes, what this man is doing is is, is good. Mm-hmm. You always think about Africa. I always think about Africa. Even he doesn't live in the in in our country currently, but he always tell us sometimes what is even going on in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that part of the reason why you're inspired by him? The fact that he's not on the continent, but he's so dedicated to yeah. to its issues. Yes. So yeah. I, I ask myself, even he is not here. He might, especially he might be comfortable where he's living, but he always think about us and want us to 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 to, to see us unite or some. And what about me that is living in Africa? That's where my mind started opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I think I think um, challenge like you touched on how he how he was interested in challenging authority and hold hold them accountable. I think that's a theme that we've seen throughout this discussion. And that's quite yeah. important for challenging the authority of, of, of these leaders, you know? Yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, is there any anybody else that you would say you're inspired um, by in the movement? And I think this, our, 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 our reggae legend, talk of mm. Bob Mali, Lucky Do. Sometimes when I listen to their music, I feel like they, 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 are, they are prophets because certain things that they talk about is it, it, happening. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about Africa. 
like like a music of from culture say when would this payday be our grand grand forefathers work under you when would this payday be so i think they inspire me the way they talk about africa and looking forward to see africa unite they they, they also inspire, inspire me a lot no i hear you i i, I like um um, one of the people, because obviously I've, I've seen these questions for a while, one of the people that I came to mind when I was thinking of these questions was uh, Marcus Garvey, for similar yes, reasons. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Um, um, being from the Caribbean, but being so um, dedicated. Yeah, yeah. To Africa and the yes. diaspora. Yeah, just being from, being from um, the Caribbean, but having that sort of mindset that it's... Africa's our homeland and all the struggles are connected. Um, and that, and the time, the time it the time it was it was so significant as well because um there wasn't that Africa was like it was even more so um what's the word coerced by by the West during that time, you know, the early um 20th century yeah. before independence. So yeah. I just, I just feel like for the same reasons, um, he's definitely someone that I am inspired by. It's true, it's true. Um, yeah. Even this, as you say, this reggae artist that I'm talking about, they all, they even sang about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how great he was. Yeah, Marcus Garvey. <laughs> and even I'm not even I don't even um I haven't listened to Bob Marley's children, but I know his children still make reggae music. I'd be interested to hear what it's, it's like. I don't know if you listen to them. Um, Damien Marley, I don't listen to them. But I, I listen to Bob Marley, but not really his son. No, no, no. I, I don't also listen to their sons because the, 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 the route in which their father is coming from, I don't think they are leading to okay, that okay. same route. Okay. That's what I was yeah. asking. I wasn't really sure about them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to their sons. Well, I think enough. it's only it's only Kenyatta Hills from the culture sons that is trying to do something from his father. But the Bomale sons, I don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think we can unite under um sorry, let me try, let me do that again. Can we unite the diaspora under Pan-African ideals? And how can we make it appeal to the younger generation? Yeah. I think we can only unite under this Pan-Africanist idea and to our younger generation where we try to tell our leaders they should change the, 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 the culture of our education. Our education. Mm-hmm. Because our education is... is it's, it's leading us when you start from the fundamental when you started growing getting to a tertiary before you realize that the kind of we are Africans we have way of behaving if I may say mm-hmm. we have things that we, we, we will live on as I said earlier as like agriculture but yeah. we, you don't see these things around we don't see these things around. And our leaders just go into parliament and just implement. I don't know if they travel outside there and see a lot of certain things, they come and implement it. 
So I think the only channel which we can impart this kind of Pan-Africanism into our younger generation is our education in our system. We should change it and think about, teach them about Africa so that they bring their mind that no matter what they do, we are Africans. Yeah, I think that. So, yeah, so shortly, our education system, our education system, from 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 infancy to wherever ever, our education should be changed. And things that we learn and things that we do, the way we behave, should, I think, because I, I could remember on my childhood days, sometimes we go for competition about our culture, dances, uh, the way the, the, the festival we used to celebrate, quiz and all those things. But nowadays, when you don't see those things anymore, mm. those things are not there. So that's okay. So uh, yeah, I, I hear that perspective. I was going to ask, what about um, other than on the continent, though? Because I feel like me personally, I feel like being being someone from the Caribbean, um, I feel like there's a lack of unity do you know what i mean yeah 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 that 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 one too is is one one major disease in our society now unity is not there Mm -hmm. even i I, if if i may say even these whites don't sometimes don't fight against us themselves but they use our own people against us which which is very bad yeah. Well, sometimes, I, 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 as I said, I, I live in Ghana. I don't travel outside Ghana before, so I always use Ghana as my, mm-hmm. my, 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 use Ghana as my example. Sometimes when Ghanaians see a Togolese, even working in Ghana, sometimes they do discriminate. Mm-hmm. They do see those those people like as you say, you are Togolese and you are not from Ghana. So I think the unity, the unity is not there. Last time I was watching this news where this Chinese came to Ghana, I think, and at, at the Ashanti region of Ghana, they were they were they were they were doing mining over there and destroying our our forests, our rivers, and a lot of resources there. So I think one journalist took a car just to go there and see what is going on and record what is going on there with some, a company with some policemen and some military men. When they got there, they entered into their room. They arrested the Chinese people in handcuff and they were standing there. So they entered one room. They saw a military dresses in there. So when, when they saw the military dresses and a, a quality military dresses, which means that there are some military guards which is, who, are, who are guiding this, uh, uh, Ch- Chinese before they are doing those work. And like some few minutes, they just saw some military car just drove into the compound and instantly they start fighting among themselves. They started attacking the journalists and the, the military guards that accompanied the, the, the journalists to into the, the, the forest. And they were fighting. You could see that they were exchanging words, sometimes blow. And and whilst this the, the Chinese 
are, are standing there free watching them. That day yeah. I was even I was even eating before I saw this on news. I couldn't eat again because I don't think yeah. this can happen in, 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 in China. Yeah. Whilst Chinese fight against Chinese because of uh, black coming to their country too. It's, it's very bad. So I think the unity and unity is something that is we, we, what something that we are missing. The unity is not there. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely um, more discussions that the discussion we're having right now, frankly, but with more people is really needed. You know what I mean? Um, whether we can facilitate that, I, I, I don't know. But I mean, on, I'm talking about on an international level. Like there needs to be a lot, of, a lot more discussions where people from different um, areas just have a discussion and just because at the end of the day we all have shared oppression and shared um, sh- um, shared issues that we we have to coalesce under do you know what I mean so yeah. I think really and truly and I think education that the point about education that you made was a really um, important point because the kind of westernization and the kind of essentially propaganda that we learn Mm. it starts so young and so we need to nip it in the bud because not everyone's gonna be exposed to the right information to know that actually we had our own civilizations and xyz do you know what i mean it's true so yeah i think that was a really um, interesting point you made um what about in particular making an appeal to the younger generations do you have anything specifically to say on that or to the younger generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I said that the education. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Education. Both both in the in the in the school and the home, the churches, every advantage that we've gotten, we should educate them. We should try to educate them about about our we should start from the culture. I think when they understand the, the culture that, oh, okay, I'm coming from here. This is how court and the way we behave. I think it, 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 in the future, we have a, a bigger say. So the education, education should go on. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, we're on to our last question now. Um, the last question is, to live without pan-Africanism means, like, what would that mean to you? To live without it? <laughs> then, then as <laughs> to live without pan-Africanism, when Ghana is taking independence, Kwame Kuma yeah. say certain things. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Said, yeah. He said, one thing that I want to say, he said, we are now free and we are now capable of managing our own affairs. But mm-hmm. I think... Even even now, now there's a lot of things that our current presidents do that you could see that it's not from their own power. Yeah. Because because it's like they have their fingers in our 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 Western leaders' mouth. Yeah. So sometimes even though we are we are we are we are we are in free they say we are we are independent, but they detect for us. 
yeah, for, 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 for so many years now, I, I think I learned uh, is the US or American Embargo or Ghana that we shouldn't employ. We shouldn't employ. So now we go to school and finish. There's no job. Definitely. So essentially, a lack of, um, to live without Pan Africanism means a lack of self autonomy, yes. um, disempowerment. Then, they, 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 then without Pan Africanism, then we are, we are still going back to the, the, the colonialism. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think that, as you said, it's important to say that obviously things aren't perfect now. Our leaders still have um, that West, that Western's influence or that Western coercion on yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Things aren't what they used to be. Do you know what I mean? And we still have to um, do what we're doing as as activists, as as whatever we are. 